بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن عبد الله بن عمر بن العاص رضي الله عنهما أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أربع من كن فيه كان منافقا خالصا ومن كانت فيه خصلة منهن كانت فيه خصلة من النفاق حتى يدعها إذا أتمن خان وإذا حدث كذب وإذا عاهد غدر وإذا خاصم فجر متفق عليه Continuing with the hadith, we began the discussion yesterday. Abdullah bin Amr bin As radiallahu anhuma narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, There are four qualities. If they are found in a person, then he is a complete or a khalis munafiq hypocrite. And if there is within him any one of these qualities, then he has within him a quality of nifaq and hypocrisy until he will abandon or give up that quality. From the four qualities that were mentioned in the hadith, as we mentioned, the root of it is deception or lies. The more a person becomes a bit habitual to speaking lies, then gradually we'll find that the other qualities which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa mentions, they automatically, by way of progression, it leads in that direction. The first Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned, إِذَا tumina khana, That when a person is given, when he is given an amanat, a trust, then he makes khianat and he misappropriates that trust. We went into much detail on amanat dadi and trustworthiness and its importance yesterday. And there also we find that the root of a person being deceptive or making khianat is dishonesty or falsehood. And the second quality which Rasulullah mentions, وَإِذَا حَدَّثَ كَذَبْ That when he speaks, then he lies. Mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah that lies also is a form of khianat, is a form of misappropriation of a trust. In fact, it is the greatest type of misappropriation. Where Rasulullah said, "Kaburat khianatan an tuhaditha akhaka hadithan huwa laka musaddiqun wa anta bihi kadhib." He said, "When you speak to someone." Or you speak to your brother, you tell him something. And huwa laka musaddiq. He feels that you are speaking the truth. You are telling him something that he can depend upon. And in reality, you are speaking lies. You are deceiving him. Allah's Rasul said, Kaburat khianat. And this is a very, very great type of khianat. This is a very great type of misappropriation of trust. We find that in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he warned us about dishonesty and speaking lies, we see, as we mentioned, that this is something that once you go in that direction, then progressively it becomes worse and worse and worse. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa He said, I am cautioning you, I am warning you about speaking lies, about being dishonest. Why? فَإِنَّ الْكِذْبِ Yahdi ilal fujur. Because what starts off, we know in, in normal 
conversation or normal society, people will remind you that by when you speak one lie, then you have to speak another ten lies to cover up the one lie. So once a person goes in this direction of dishonesty, then Allah's Rasul also says, I warn you, I caution you about dishonesty, about speaking lies. Why? It will start off with lies, eventually it will become fujur. In other words, it will lead to false testimony. It will lead to flagrant dis- disobedience of the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Nabi Pak said, And fujur eventually will lead to the fire of Jahannam. When it comes to fujur, ulama ikram, they give the simplest translation, translation to this. They say when a person departs from the truth and he goes in the direction of giving false testimony, etc. So two things we discussed yesterday. The first part, the first quality of nifaq, hypocrisy, Rasulullah said, إِذَا تُمِنَ khan That when he is given an amanat or he trusts, he misappropriates that. The second, وَإِذَا حَدَّثَ كَذَبْ When he speaks, then he lies. As we mentioned, progressively, if a person is dishonest, he speaks lies, then it becomes easy for him. What is the next thing? For him to break a promise. You make a promise and you don't keep your promise. You don't keep your zaban, you don't keep your word. Allah's Rasul said, وَإِذَا عَاهَدَ غَدَرْ That when he makes a promise, he breaks it. In the verses of the Qur'an which Imam Nawi rahimahullah introduced in the beginning of this chapter, Allah Ta'ala says, وَأُوفُوا بِالْعَهْدِ إِنَّ الْعَهْدَ كَانَ مَسْؤُولًا Allah Ta'ala says, Allah commands the Muslim, Allah commands the believer, أُوفُوا بِالْعَهْدِ Fulfill your promise. Whatever pledge you make, fulfill this. This is a great amanat and a trust. Allah Ta'ala says a day is coming when you will be questioned. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will question you with regards to the commitments and the promises you make. When we talk of promise, it doesn't just mean a verbal promise. When you enter into a business contract, when you enter into some financial obligation, when you enter into a deal with someone, then the issues of that contract, whatever you commit to, that is also ahad, that is also an oath, a promise. And Allah Ta'ala says, fulfill that because we are going to question you with regards to that on the Day of Judgment. Sometimes a person enters into a partnership agreement. In fact, a marriage also is an ahad, it's a contract. You are entering into a pledge with your partner with regards to certain things. So in every aspect of our life, constantly we are making commitments to one another. In Shariat, it is part of the psyche, it's part of the nature, it's part of the akhlaq and character of a Muslim that he fulfills the rights of whatever contract he enters into. Allah Ta'ala, we find that in one verse of the Qur'an, such a severe warning is given with regards to this. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَشْتَرُونَ بِعَهْدِ اللَّهِ وَإِيمَانِهِمْ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا أُولَٰئِكَ لَا خَلَاقَ لَهُمْ فِي الْآخِرَةِ وَلَا يُكَلِّمُهُمُ اللَّهِ وَلَا يَنْذُرُ إِلَيْهِمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Allah Ta'ala says those who sell the contract or sell the one is the covenant they made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the other is Aymanihim the promises that they make and the pledges that they make what they commit to 
with other human beings, whether it is kafir or Muslim. Allah Ta'ala says, those who treat this trivially, very lightly, thamanan qalila, for the paltry returns of this world, they do not fulfill their promises or their pledges. Look at the warning that is found in the Qur'an. Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ لَا خَلَاقَ لَهُمْ فِي الْآخِرَةِ For them, in the akhirah, there will be no share. Allah will not speak to them. Allah will not look at them with mercy. And they will have to face a terrible punishment. Who? Those who do not fulfill their covenant or their pledges which they make. So when you make a promise, when you enter into a contract, particularly when you sign that contract, it is not something that should be taken lightly. It is something that Shariat places great emphasis and great importance upon. In fact, a person who breaks his contract, breaks his pledges, does not honor it, Allah's Rasul says this is a quality of nifaq, a quality of hypocrisy, and until he will give it up. The fourth thing which is mentioned in this hadith, and as I've mentioned a few times now, if we look at the sins which Rasul enumerated and he equated with the qualities of nifaq and hypocrisy, if you look at this hadith analytically, there is progression. When a person becomes a habitual liar, obviously he is going to make khianat. With that khianat, eventually he is going to break his promises and his pledges. And then the fourth thing which Rasulullah mentions, what we can consider to be the worst amongst them, is Rasulullah says, وَإِذَا خَاسَمَ fajar," That when he enters into a dispute, then he departs from the truth. He goes towards fujur. Once Allah's Rasul was leaning, and he was addressing Sahaba Ikram, and he told them that should I not tell you, mafum of the hadith, he said, should I not tell you Akbarul Kabair, which is the worst of the major sins, which is the worst of the major sins. Then Rasulullah said, Al-Ishraqu Billah, to make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is, one of the worst of the major sins. And then, walidain, to break the hearts of your parents. And then Sahaba say, Rasulullah was leaning, and all of a sudden he stood up. In other words, to place, to highlight the third thing that he is mentioning. And he said, listen, it is giving false testimony. False testimony. False testimony. Sahaba say, Nabi Pakistan repeated this so many times over and over and over and over again that they said we felt in our hearts later who sakatta that if only he would keep silent. In other words, this was causing taklif to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This concept of when you get into a dispute, khusumat, khusumat is when there is a dispute between you and another Muslim or another human being and this matter is escalated to somebody to arbitrate in that particular matter. Rasulullah warns us that at that time, وَإِذَا خَاسَمَ fajr, Do not go towards fujur. Ulama ikram say that al-fujur no'an, there are two types of fujur, or two types of disputes. One is where a person claims what does not belong to him. Something doesn't belong to you, you make a claim for it against your Muslim brother. The matter is escalated to some qazi, some judge, or some alim, or somebody arbitrates in that particular matter. And in order to prove your false claim, you bring false evidence. You speak lies, you take a false oath, etc. 
or you utilize the services of someone else to support you in your lies, in your falsehood, and thereby you lay claim to something that does not belong to you. That is one type of fujur. The other which Ulama Ikram mentions is someone's haq, someone's right was with you. You had some amanat of someone else. When this person claims that amanat, that haq, that right from you, then instead of handing it back to him, you deny. And you say, no, this thing, you never gave it to me. Or you make up some story, etc. At that time, to go in the direction of falsehood, speaking lies, creating a scenario which doesn't exist, etc. This also falls within the purview of this warning of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the fourth sign of a munafiq, وَإِذَا خَاصَمَ fajr That when he disputes, then he departs from the truth. In fact, we've run out of time, but taking a few more minutes, we find a lot of times a person enters into a dispute and somebody is deciding the affair. Then instead of presenting the truth, this person presents a false scenario and he false evidence, speaks lies, etc. Or sometimes he is somebody who has what we call the gift of the gab. He can twist the truth in such a way that whoever is deciding the affair, even though this person is speaking lies or is on falsehood, he presents it as if it is the truth. There's one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where Nabi Pak said, إِنَّكُمْ لَتَخْتَصِمُونَ إِلَيَّ وَلَعَلَّ بَعْضَكُمْ أَنْ يَكُونَ أَلْحَنُ بِحُجَّتِهِ مِنْ بَعْضِ He says, sometimes you people bring your dispute to me. That is to who? To Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And who is Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sahib al-wahi. He receives wahi, revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says that sometimes you bring your dispute to me. And one of you is able to present his argument in a very, very convincing manner. And because of the manner in which he is able to present his argument, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, اقضي على مما أسمع. I will give a, a ruling based on what was presented in front of me. This man is speaking lies, but he presents the falsehood in a very, very convincing manner. And Nabi Islam says, he convinces me that he is on the truth. So I rule in his favor. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, فَمَنْ قَضَيْتُ لَهُ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنْ حَقِّ أَخِيهِ فَلَا يَأْخُذْهُ فَإِنَّمَا أَقْتَعُ لَهُ قِطْعَةً مِّنَ النَّارِ you are on falsehood. You presented the lies as if it is the truth convincingly. Nabi Islam says, you convinced me that you are on the truth. I ruled in your favor. Even then I am warning you, do not take what does not belong to you. Because in reality, all I have done is I have cut off a piece of Jahannam and given it to you. So in other words, when we get into a dispute or an argument, if we are not on the truth, comes in hadith, inna min al-bayani la sihra. That some people, they have what we call the gift of the gab. They are able to speak lies in a very convincing manner. Nabi Islam said, some people in their speech, there is jadu, la sihra. There is magic in it. So, despite being false, they will consider, they will make it appear as if they are on the truth. If you went in that direction, and the ruling went in your favor, but you were not on haq, then 
Leave a normal person who's dispute, who's deciding. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Musahib wahi. He says that if I ruled in your favor and you were not entitled to it, in fact it is a piece of Jahannam. So we have to be very, very careful when it comes to disputes or arguments. Do not present falsehood. If you are not on haq, not on the right, be very, very careful in that regard. Allah's Rasul sallallahu said, وَإِذَا خَاصَمَ fajr." This is a sign of a munafiq. In fact, this is the worst type of hypocrite. That when he gets into a dispute, he goes towards fujur, he deviates from the truth and thereby takes that which does not belong to him. Allah gives us the fixed one.